Hello everyone, this is Lori Boyd and welcome to Season and Shine, a podcast about how to be the salt and be the light in this world. Today's episode is called Radiating His Glory. Radiating His Glory. If we want to shine brighter, if we want to be better lights in this world, if we want to have a more positive influence on the people around us, then we should radiate the glory of God. But how do we do that? Let's talk about that for the next few minutes. When I think about radiating the glory of God, I think about Moses. Moses was the man chosen by God to lead his people, the Israelites, out of Egyptian captivity. He led the Israelites out of Egypt and into the land that God had promised them, the land of Canaan, described as a place that was flowing with milk and honey. Moses was a spokesman for the people, and he was also a spokesman for God. He was the one who would personally communicate with God on behalf of the people. So the Israelites would bring their concerns or their complaints to Moses. Moses would take those to God, and then God would speak to Moses, give him instruction, and Moses would take that back to the people. Something very profound would happen to Moses when he would come into the presence of God. In Exodus chapter 34, we read about what would happen when Moses would come into the presence of God in order to speak with him. So I'm going to read starting in verse 29. Now it was so when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hand when he came down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. So when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Then Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them as commandments all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out, and he would come out and speak to the children of Israel whatever he had been commanded. And whenever the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, then Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. When Moses went into the presence of God to speak with him, he would come out And when he would stand before the people, his face would literally be shining. The Bible says the skin of his face shone. Some versions use the word radiate or was radiating. Being in the presence of God's glory would cause Moses' face to literally shine. In so much so, that he would have to wear a veil over his face so that he could stand before the people and so that they could look at him. In the same way, when we come into the presence of God today, we do not leave unchanged. We do not leave his presence unaffected. Now in the Old Testament, only certain people could come into the presence of God, right? We only had certain people that we read about that could speak to God directly. But today, because of Jesus Christ, we are all able to come into the presence of God. Jesus came and he fulfilled that old law and he established a new law. 
And now, because of Jesus Christ and his death on the cross and the shedding of his blood, we are able to stand before God justified. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. When we have concerns, when we have needs, when we have things that we're struggling with, when we have fears, we can come into the presence of God, stand at the throne of grace and talk to Him. And when we are there in the presence of God, we are close to His glory. And that will have an effect on us that will help us to be brighter lights. We will leave his presence shining. We will leave his presence radiating because of the very nature of who he is. James chapter four, verse eight says that when we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. And when he draws near to us, we are subject to his glory. So let's talk a little bit about the divine nature of God because that is what is is affecting us that is what we are subjecting ourselves to when we come into his presence so when i think about the nature of god i think about first that god is all-powerful i think about how he is all-knowing how he is always present and how he never changes those are some characteristics of god that are unique to him that i cannot possess But there are some other attributes that God has that I can emulate. I think first about God being holy. Revelation chapter 4 verse 8 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The word holy means sacred or set apart or separate from. God is separate from all of his creation and he is exalted above all that he has made. He is separate because he is pure and he is perfect and he is good. He is separate from all evil, all wrong, all sin. It's only because of Jesus Christ that we can stand before him and and come to his throne of grace. He is unlike any other being. He is always and forever perfect. And that holiness of God should inspire us to revere him, to praise him, to worship him and adore him. God is holy. God is also merciful and gracious. Psalm 145 verse eight says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. God is merciful in that he has withheld the punishment that we deserve because of our sin. He's gracious in that he has given us what we don't deserve. He has provided for us what we could not provide for ourselves. God's grace is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the manifestation of God's grace. He's the living demonstration of the grace of God. It is through Jesus that we have the gift of salvation. And that comes to us through the grace of God. God is gracious and he is merciful. God is also just. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4, it says, He is the rock, 
His work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. God is impartial. He is fair, but he is even more than just fair. He always does what is right and good toward all men. He is a rewarder and he is a punisher, both of which are necessary for demonstrating justice. God is also good. Psalm 34 verse 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. God is good in that he always acts according to what is true. He always does what is right. There is no evil in him. There is no darkness in him. God is good. God is also faithful. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 says, Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. God keeps his promises. He never changes his mind. He never fails to do what he has set out to do. He never forgets what he has said. God is faithful. His word is faithful. The Bible that he has given us that that tells us what he has said is true. God is also love. God doesn't just love, he is love. It is his very nature. And the greatest way that he has shown us his love is through the gift of his son, Jesus. If you want to know more about the love of God or how we show God our love, how we should um, extend love to our brothers and sisters, the book of 1 John is a great place to go. In 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, it says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent us his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. God's love is eternal, and it is unchanging. Also, God is glorious. That word glory is sometimes a hard word for us to define. Um, it's, it's a difficult word to, to really capture the meaning of. In the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 3, beginning at the end of verse 3 through verse 4, it says, His glory covered the heavens, and the earth was full of his praise. His brightness was like the light. He had rays flashing from his hand, and there his power was hidden. The glory of God is often described as brightness or as light. It is the perfection. It is the beauty of his spirit. God's glory is manifested through all of his attributes together. All these wonderful characteristics of God together show us the eternal glory of God. It emanates from his character. God is glorious. And when we come into the presence of God's glory, that has a beautiful and lasting effect on us. 
when we come into the presence of God, when we come close to his divine nature, we will leave shining. We will leave brighter. We will leave as better lights in this world. When you've been in the presence of God, when you have drawn close to his glory, when you have drawn close to his holiness, his mercy, his grace, his faithfulness, his goodness, his love, you will leave brighter. You will radiate that to the world around you. When you have been close to God in prayer, others will see you and say, all right, she's been with God again, I can tell, because she shines. So today, spend time with God, spend time in His presence. Allow His glory to wash all over you so that when you go out into the world, you will radiate His glory. I hope that you have a wonderful, a wonderful day. Go out there and season and shine. Bye-bye.